Beyond toleration be the love Before pride and exaltation be the love Be the love You are listening to Be the Love to awaken our souls. We are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings. We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrian Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Mia Tarduno. This is Dig with Sacred Fire Arts, and you're listening to Be The Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be The Love to Awaken Our Souls. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Brenda Carey, and we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey, and this is our segment called Speak the Love. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, we would be so grateful for a five-star written review on iTunes. Reviews help the show become more visible and spread the word to others. We have a growing Facebook group we would love to invite you to be a part of please find our community called Awakening Souls. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy. And breathing out anything you are ready to release. And take one more breath into your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And breathe out that light and love and sending it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Thank you, Stacy. And we are going to discuss, I think, a topic that is so important because so often when I ask someone, so, you know, how, how are things going? How are things in your world? And I think pretty much the number one answer is busy. <laughs> I think if I had to pick one answer that always comes back, everyone is busy. And uh, this really got me thinking internally uh, for myself and how I am hopefully more mindfully moving through my days. And I'd love to share a story which I think really reflects uh, this idea of the culture of busyness. And so recently I took an international trip and uh, previous to that trip, I, I brought my tablet. And I told myself, I'm not going to do a lot of business things, but just just a few things that I want to make sure I get that. So I put some of these apps on my tablet and I had that on there. But more importantly, I had a tablet like full of books because I am a voracious reader. I love to read. 
Um, and so that was going to be one of the things I wanted to do when I arrived at my destination was to like read books on the beach and just, you know, fill my mind. So very long story short, there was a lot of delays to our flight, as is with international travel. It's just a part of the deal. And by the time we got to our destination, it was very late at night. I was exhausted. I had a headache. And um, I ended up leaving my tablet in the airplane in like the front seat pocket, and but did not realize it until we got to our room. And I was totally taken aback. I couldn't believe that I had left it on the airplane. And I thought, oh, what am I going to do? I'm like, I had all these, like my favorite books that I was going to read. I was going to, you know, keep up with some of the business things so I didn't fall too far behind. And I just, I was really out of sorts. Like the next day, even into the second day until finally I was like, okay. And because I'm a person that believes that things happen for a reason. I've just, I've always been that way. I feel like universe moves in ways that my small ego self normally would not. And I think universe just had a very different plan for me. And so once I finally released the judgment of myself for, you know, being forgetful and, you know, being overly tired. And I thought, all right, fine. I just, I release, I'm not going to have anything to read. I'm not going to be able to keep up with some of the business things that I had hoped to. I guess I'll just have to figure it out. And over the process of the next few days, uh, because I was almost forced, I hate to use the word forced, but that was really it, um, to not have my, you know, face stuck in a book and filling my brain with all good things. Like I read a lot of nonfiction, spiritual literature, you know, things that I feel like are in alignment with, you know, my becoming. Um, but I really feel like universe was saying, nope, this is time for you to create space and to be with what is. And I started to realize uh, my addiction, and I'm just going to call it that, um, to information. And I do use that many times as a distraction from the true present moment. So what became of that process is um, I started to really take in my surroundings, which is a very different surrounding than where I'm used to here in the mountains of Colorado. I would walk to the edge of the pier and meditate and just breathe with the waves of the ocean. And it was really beautiful medicine for me to take in and to be really present for way longer periods of time than I would have if I did have, you know, if I did have my books with me. Uh, so it was a very clear message uh, that universe said, nope, you need to create more space. And this is how we're going to do it. And with that, my tablet was taken away from me. <laughs> wow, I just love that story. It's just, it is a beautiful reflection, you know, and how the universe intervened. It's, you know, the universe, it sounds like, was really reflecting and, and just sent you that message like, no, this is, you know, this is what you need. You know, I think we don't always get what we want, but we get what we need. And there's that culture of busyness that we all 
you know, have been uh, accustomed to, you know, there's this external focus we need to accomplish and do and, you know, and, and, and I think that, you know, we've gotten stuck in the, that pattern. And what do we do when we slow down? How, how do we really, you know, tune into ourselves? And, you know, because I think there's a lot of, you know, busyness, our minds are always going, we're always focused on something. And I know for me that that's, that has been the case for many years. And I've all, I've always had this like need or desire, this sense of urgency to create something. And, but it, but at what cost, you know, I have to, you know, really take time to start tuning into myself and say, no, this is, you know, I need to stop and really think about the things I'm creating and why I'm, I'm staying in that loop of being so busy all the time. Yeah, so true. It's It was definitely a slowing down process in my mind. And I think that busyness in the mind is what perpetuates the, the busyness that we see in our culture. And because I, I think because I am just surrounded by it where, where I live currently, you know, every, everyone's always busy. And so then I feel like, oh, I guess I need to be busy too. But there's, there's a difference, I think, between being busy in a mindful way, being that, like you said, the creator. Um, I love, you know, my creative spirit. I love coming up with new ideas and I love learning new things. Like I'm forever a student. And so, but there's a balance, right? But then there's also filling the mind so much and then it starts to feel rushed or hurried or like, you know, I have this stack of books I want to get through or all this information I want to learn. And so there's definitely a continuum of, yes, I think we can be busy, but not in a way that feels um, hurried or rushed. Absolutely. I I agree. There's definitely a you know, a shift in perspective around that because we can fill our time with things that maybe, you know, kind of fill up that time um, just to be doing something or distracting ourselves with something. But how mindful are we about what we're doing or creating? And, you know, are we living in alignment with who we truly are, you know, or are we just trying to stay busy because we're trying to avoid something and there's that mindless, you know, loop or that uh, autopilot, you know, um, loop that we get into that creates that busyness, you know, and we're, we're just on autopilot rather than being in that mindful space where we can methodically take action on the things that are important to us. And then also, start tuning in to our bodies and what that truly feels like, you know, and are we feeling like we're burning a candle at both ends or are we, you know, truly tuning in and, and giving our bodies what we need in the midst of that busyness? Yeah, so true. I think that was one of the gifts of, you know, sitting on the pier and breathing with the ocean waves as I really started to embody 
my breath and really slowing it down. And I, I've been chronically a shallow breather for, for many years due to some, you know, physical issues. So for me, just to really harness that energy of the breath and to stay with it for longer than what I probably would normally have was actually such a gift to, like you said, to embody the slowdown. And there was definitely mental resistance there for sure. I mean, my mind came up with stories of I'm going to be behind, you know, and what if my tablet's gone forever? You know, I'm going to have to buy a new one. I mean, there was just all the stories that ran. But when I was just breathing and, you know, listening to the ocean and just being present with that and just going, you know what, for now, I'm okay. And, and sort of resting and surrendering in that uh, medicine of the ocean, as I called it. Mm, that's so beautiful. And yeah, just resting in with, you know, what the, what you're being given in that moment and being able to really tune into that. And sounds like that really supported you in maybe even coming back in a maybe more, um, fresher way. Yeah, I definitely created space, mental space. I did not realize how full my mind was. And I can usually gauge that by the speed of, of my inner chatter. And when I was basically forced to not keep filling that with information and books, it just brought in a very strong awareness. Like I, there's no more room. There's no more room left for me to, you know, have the creative space that I need to keep going because I really do think that if I had more information being digested, I, I it probably would have led to burnout pretty quickly because mm. um, I can just, you know, being that uh, manifester, I just, you know, keep wanting to create and produce and move forward. Um, but then there is there is a great need to balance that with with a slowing down process. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you just mentioned manifester, you know, like I really resonate with the human design um, concept. And I recently had a reading and, you know, the being a manifester generator, according to the human design, you know, really having to, you know, that is, that is my nature. And I know Brenda, you, you're also a manifestor generator. So that's yep. our, our nature of wanting to manifest and generate and create. And there's that cycle. And then, you know, but there's also that level of, okay, well, we need to, you know, stop um, and reflect on why we're creating what we're creating and and also to point out too about 70% of the world are manifestors or generators um and then there's a portion that are the manifestor generators but the generators are you know there's that idea that we're always having to do and in, in go and you know try to create things and so yeah. there's absolutely you know nothing wrong with that it's just taking some time out for you know, listening to our bodies and, you know, being able to connect with ourselves and slow down. And, you know, I'm, 
you know, I'm, I'm currently <laughs> constantly working on that as well. And, you know, I can share a story about this week for myself because, you know, I've been in creation mode for a long time, like <laughs> as long as I can remember, but, you know, um, but right now I'm really like focused on all of these things that I love and I'm really wanting to dive deep into. And so I just want more and more of it um, because it's just, I'm just so passionate about it. And so I've, um, I had this opportunity to sit in the ceremony this weekend and I've been really looking forward to volunteering. I was going to volunteer and, and, but then I, I also had to recognize, okay, I'm working all this week and crazy hours, you know, and then I'm leaving for Mexico on Tuesday and I had to work on Sunday. So I'm like leaving absolutely no room in my schedule for, for like slowing down and, you know, packing for Mexico or getting ready for what I need to. And just filling every spot available in my space. And, um, and I recognize that's a pattern of mine is just filling up space. <laughs> and I had to look at that this morning. I woke up this morning and I felt so exhausted, so tired. I was like, okay, I have to tune into myself. Why am I feeling this tired? And I was starting to feel that burnout. And so I was like, okay, something has to give because I just can't keep going. It's, it's not sustainable. And I want to go to Mexico. Uh, I'll be sitting in ceremony in Mexico as well and learning just immense amount of beautiful things. And so I, I messaged the woman that I was volunteering with and I was like, you know, I... I just want to let you know where I'm at. I'm feeling really tired and exhausted and I don't feel like I can be present, you know, during ceremony as much as I want to, you know, and so do you have anyone else that can fill my spot? And if not, I will completely honor my obligation or my commitment. To, and, and so she was very receptive and just held in loving space and you know they found someone so now my time a little bit of time has opened up for me and I'm and I just feel good about that even though it was something I was really looking forward to I had to make that choice and listen to what was my best and highest good highest interest and and it's okay to say no it's okay to set these boundaries for ourselves and to, you know, even back out. And, you know, I feel like being authentic is a really important part of that, you know, and, and it's okay. You know, it's a learning process for me. It's like, okay, I know I put too much on my plate and, you know, how am I going to change that in future situations? And I think it's just looking at, you know, how I can, you know, schedule in that time for me, as well as, as I'm doing all these things that I absolutely love doing, and that's okay. And just validating, you know, myself in that process, because sometimes there can be that judgment, like, oh, I'm letting someone down, I'm not keeping this commitment. And then, 
how can I be most authentic and true to me as well in the same time at the same time? Yeah, that sounded like such a powerful learning process. And and that's that's what it is. And we give ourselves grace when we have put too many things on the plate, even though it is things we love. Um, you know, even though we don't want to let people down or let ourselves down, but to admit that, you know what, it just I took on too many things and that's okay. And then really sitting with those things that I said yes to and being like, okay, what, what can I release? What's most important? Like what feels like a definite yes that I definitely want to keep on the plate and what, what is kind of like a, "Mm, no, that, that can wait or that's, that's a definite no. And I think that's a part of making, you know, busyness more of a mindfulness practice and a teaching opportunity, as opposed to, well, now I just got to hunker down and do it until I get so burnt out that nobody likes being around me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And unfortunately, sometimes that happens. Um, But I love listening to that story. I think a lot of people can identify um, with that idea of a full plate and when we can honor ourselves and say no, or maybe a not yet. So I was going to tell the end of my story to, uh, to wrap up. So after, you know, a week of being by the ocean and breathing with the, with, uh, in meditation much longer than I had, as we were traveling back, I thought, okay, I'm just going to ask the the ticket agent lady if they just happen to have a black tablet, you know, in their lost and found and, you know, explained to her and gave her my flight number when I went out and, oh my gosh, lo and behold, she brings back my tablet totally untouched. Like it's, a, it wasn't even turned on or anything. And even she was surprised. She's like, yeah, she's like, we, you know, we've had it back there all week. And I was like, oh, I'm like that is just like the answer of, well, I didn't lose my tablet. It was just taking a back seat in the lost and found for a while because I obviously did not need it. Um, and at least I had some reading material for the, <laughs> the plane ride home because it was delayed. And <laughs> so at least I, I had it for that. Uh, but I just thought that was such a powerful message of, you know, even, even though I may have good intentions, what I think are good intentions at the time, really surrendering. Um, Cause I mean, initially I, you know, was just so upset at myself for forgetting my tablet and what am I going to do now? And I have to buy a new one. And it was the whole story, that whole judgmental story. And when I did finally release it, I was like, okay, well, hopefully somebody used my tablet for good, unless I meant to have it back. And there it was. Um, for my plane ride home. And so it just brought a smile to my face because I thought, well, obviously universe had other plans for my trip than what I did. And it was perfect. Just, (laughs) just as it was. (laughs) I love that. The universe always, yeah, gives us what we need, not always what we want in the moment. (laughs) Exactly. So true. And if you are interested in supporting Be The Love podcast and the work that we are doing in the world, please consider a donation of $25 to Patreon, and we will gift you with Stacy's book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, and receive a 20-minute holistic health consultation with me, Brenda Carey. 
And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes, liking us on Facebook, or making a donation at our Patreon website. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time and Thursdays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.